to the Gotta Alabama. love those dentists. Gotta love those dentists. Welcome in to Georgia Bama Coaches. Sorry for taking last week off. Somebody was on a long road trip and couldn't couldn't do anything. So here we are this week. How are you guys doing? It's a Sunday. I feel like I got punched in the gut. I don't have I don't have the Rona, but God, my stomach hurts. Thank you, Canada Dry. <laughs> this guy is about to have a baby in the toilet during the podcast, calling it now. You already know. You already know. If I go mute it, it's going down. All right. Anyways, uh. we'll get started as we always do with the Notre Dame uh, Team in Distress Club. Uh, oh, pick me. Pick me, pick me, pick me, pick me. All right. It's my We're, turn. All right. Well, let's Solomon start. Solomon, you can start. The team in the most distressed in the Notre Dame club is ding, ding, ding. You guessed it. It's it's Notre Dame. Quick question. <laughs> How in the hell do you only put up 12 points? <laughs> Oh, my stomach hurts. I can't laugh. But you only put up 12 points against Louisville. Lamores, I'm not a numbers guy. What did Georgia Tech, who got blown out 73-7 to against Clemson this week, what did Georgia Tech put up on Louisville? Around 46. So you're telling me a freshman quarterback, a freshman running back, a freshman wide receiving core and a freshman tight end scored 40. But the fourth team in the nation, number four. Oh my God. Like Notre Dame is living on on I need I need whatever chip, whatever Brian Kelly has given the media. I need that. So I can give that to them when it comes to, into regards to LeBron James being the GOAT. Because however he has pulled the shades over these people's eyes into making people think that he is an elite coach and Notre Dame is an elite team, I need that. I I need that. I need it. The only thing we got is a run game. That's the only reason we scored yesterday. A touchdown was because we ran the ball. He said we wanted to focus on our passing game. You don't have any receivers. You know what that sounds like, though? Passing yards have been screenplays to your running back, which is basically a long handoff. Why? But you know what that sounds like? That sounds like a, just, just it sounds like a cop out. It sounds like a – oh, yeah. We, I definitely want no, that, to see but that's literally what that works. He wanted to focus on what, or passing the ball in this game. He wanted to develop that. And, like, there's nothing to develop there. You can't develop shit. I mean, it's it's not like they passed it the entire game. Well, they gave they up. Only they, said they, moved, they went back to running the ball in the second half. They said they're right. first half. So they 
So they just ran the ball and they ran the clock out in the second half. They just and the defense played really well. They, they, they. That's all I can say. That's the only positive from yesterday is a good defense. Team How are they for over forty points to to Florida State the week before? Only gives up seven to Louisville. <clears throat> I can make an argument that Georgia should still be ranked ahead of uh, Notre Dame. There is no this. argument. They should. Be. There's no argument. They, they will drop. Be. I mean, don't know. Notre Dame should at best be top twenty, at best. I'll give them more credit than that because the rest of the nation is doing trash too. And at least Notre Dame is undefeated. Granted, they haven't beaten anybody that's good. Yeah. Um, a lot of know. ugly wins, but at least at least they're winning, unlike UNC. Right. Which is that, the next that, team that's in the club. Yeah. yeah. Well, I said it last week, last time we were on, I said UNC's that that is that that nerdy kid outside the club that keeps that that keeps like keeps asking the, the bouncer to let him in. And the bouncer said no, and then the bouncer finally put pity on him and let him get in the club at when it was ten minutes the last call. Right. And then, but and then Syracuse got beat by Liberty, which I mean Syracuse is already trash to begin with, but then you lose to Liberty. But Liberty has been good in recent yeah. years. But they, like that's... Still, it's still a Group of Five team that you lost to as a Power Five team. I mean, that's like a group it's of five team losing to like Hawaii or Bo uh, Boise State back in the team back in the day. Like Liberty, it's understandable. Is, it's understandable. Liberty has here's, been here's, a good here's a crazy thing though about what happened yesterday is three years ago, if we said Florida State beat UNC, we would have just been we like, could. we would have been like, yeah, of course, right? But we would have been surprised if they went one by you know three three points. So, uh, what's what's your submission there? Mine was UNC. What's yours, Lamors? Oh, I was going to go with UNC, but let me actually. Um, you don't want to talk about your Braves? Oh, they're not in distress, though. Oh my gosh, we're we're not that, in distress. That, that, that's we're, a, we're that's a Braves. We're not. <laughs> hey, here, I admit no. my hold on time time. No. Here's, I accept here's, that time time. Here's here's the reason I don't think they're in distress. Right, so. If Notre Dame played Clemson today and Notre Dame loses, even if they were up like after the first quarter, would you call that loss a Notre Dame in distress type of moment? Oh my God. We, no. we had this if, argument. If we did, we have. Oh my if God. If Georgia loses to Alabama, is Georgia in distress? No. If the Braves lose to the Dodgers, no, are they didn't in score distress? a point in the second half. No, stop, stop. Let, let, please, please, please. Tag, tag. Thank you. What seed are you? What the seed same are you? In Georgia. The no, 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 no. The same no, stop. As, no, the no, same as Georgia the versus I, I Alabama. Need, I just need. I just need straight They're, up questions. Are, I need straight up. They answers. are the two seed. So you're the two seed. However, however, no, I the don't same, we have, Elvis, we I'm have, not done with my so we had the side. third best record in the NL. We had this discussion. Right. Really, mm -hmm. we should be a three seed if it was fair. But go I ahead. Need a dad pin right I'm, now. Oh my gosh. Okay. Quick side note. I found the controller. Of course. <laughs> I found the controller. Okay, <laughs> putting that down right there. That's funny. Number two. You're, waste you're the of second sixty dollars. <laughs> you play. You're the second seed. You're playing 
in the championship series of your division against the number one seed. I don't want to hear you're not supposed to be there. You're the I didn't say you're not in- supposed to be there. I said they're not in distress. They are not Stress. in distress. Lamores, if you the show Dodgers up to the are dance, the team, but the way that they're hitting, if you show up to the dance, the way that they're hitting and their defense is on point, you are choking away. You're the Clippers right now. You're choking so, away a so, lead. So question. You're not question. getting no. You're no, no, can, no. Can I get tagged in just because I know the Braves more than y'all two do? You have three legitimate starters. The fourth game, you put in somebody who's historically bad. And then we don't have a we don't have any starters. So you have a, a bullpen game. And then you go up against a Cy Young candidate for game six versus a rookie. And you expect to be like, oh, the Braves should automatically win all of these games from no. from game from game four I'm not, on. Like I'm not that's, saying that. That's Look, that's, that's my reason. That's a management I'm, I'm issue. Saying, you need that's to talk a to your manager that's, about that's how you're managing your starters and your bullpen. That's, that's we not don't have starters because they're people. injured. Solo, they're injured. Our top My two God. starters are injured. Like they're yeah. out for the season. We we holding, but no, no, but you is a two C. We holding you to two C expectations. Okay. So if you lose at least, your at least top all, two at starters, least we can all and agree it's a on game. This. Let's all agree on this though. We need a kumbaya moment. We can all agree on this. The Astros are out of the playoffs. Everybody on the podcast is happy with that. Can we agree? Why they were that? allowed to come to the playoffs? Anyways? If, honestly, though, if the Braves would if if the Braves make it to the World Series today, they I wish we would have played. I wish we would have played the Astros. Well, we're going to get demolished because we're we're going to have to start Game One with our bullpen. Yeah, that's that's. That's the main issue. But you can't we don't say have like any more starters. Been trashed the entire playoffs, though. Right, but you like, can't. They, re- they've been coming right, up but you it. can't. You can't rely on a bullpen to get you You're through right. through twenty I, games. I I I absolutely agree with you. I I'm not arguing that fact. All I'm saying is, is in other sports, regardless of injury, we hold teams and we hold organizations and we hold players to certain standards. You are the two seed. I'm not letting you slip away. I understand you have unforeseen circumstances. We get that. But if I have to hear it in basketball, if I have to hear it in football, and they have to find a way, I'm sorry. Atlanta's got to so, find a way to make it work. So the, That's all I can say. So, so That's all I based, off say. Of that, based off of that argument, the Warriors should have found a way to beat the Raptors. The hey. Cleveland should have found a way to beat Golden State. It's above they're, me They're now. a one seat. That's, I mean, Wait, no, they were like they you were understand. Seed. They were a four seed. They were, but a four you can understand when they when you lose top players, you can understand losing. Like you understand that it's not that the Braves are a bad team. Like hey, yes, when, yes, they when, when. it's it's understandable that they get there. But if they lose to the Dodgers, that's completely one hundred percent understandable. Hey, and I would agree. I would agree. But according to the media and everybody else. I'm not the media. We, we, you is the media because we're on a podcast. But I'm just saying, 2007, 2014, 2015, and 2018. If I hear those dates on the media, guess what? Everybody can hear to them same impossible. But but here's no question. Here's the here's the thing, Solo. You're talking about LeBron. I'm not talking about LeBron. I'm talking about the Who Cavs. said I was talking about LeBron? I just because threw out four random years. 
I know what you're talking about, Solo. I know what you're talking about, Solo. Solo, we, no we completely understand what we're t- what you're talking about. Stop it. Stop. Oh, stop the cap. Stop the cap. Uh, we know <laughs> what you're talking about. But we're we're not talking about a single player like LeBron. We're not. We're talking about the team as a whole. Yes, if we're trying to nitpick about goat status, about like the goat player on the Braves, which you know you can't carry a team with one player then yes, we would have to take that into account. But if we're talking about just a team, like a team standard, we understood the Cavs losing. Now, we're still going to talk shit about LeBron because, you know, we don't like LeBron. It it doesn't matter. But we understand why they lost. Like, it's understandable. We understand why the Braves are going to lose or lost this lead that they had, a 3-1 lead, which we're not even talking about how the Rays um, almost blew a 3-0 lead. But I don't. I don't know why that was never mentioned, but I digress. Because at the end of the day, they won Game Seven. That you, okay, it gets well, a race. Well, let's Game Seven. Well, we, don't, let's, we don't have a conversation anymore. Yeah. Well, let's let's table this conversation until after tonight. Okay. Fair. Fair. God, I hope they lose. Like that would just that would make his weekend to watch Georgia and the Braves get eliminated in one fell swoop in well, one Georgia, weekend. Georgia's not eliminated yet. If we lose to Florida, then then it's, it's oh not. boy, <laughs> that's yep downhill from there. JT Daniels though, just coming for the Kentucky game. He's not coming back. <laughs> He's not coming back. Can we? What would this team be had you know? What's his name from from Vanderbilt? Not uh, from Wake Forest. From was from Wake Forest. My bad. Yeah, I I feel like they would have at least had a closer score. I don't yeah. know if they would have won, but you wouldn't, or you can't expect him to throw an interception off his off his own lineman, right? Or you know, well, the random his lineman, so that would help him not hit his lineman when he's throwing the ball. But right, you got to understand though, that's the game plan, man. Like no, 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 I'm not saying right. we, we get that. I'm yeah, saying that he, it's harder to throw it, uh, throw an interception off your own lineman's helmet when you're significantly taller than your offensive. This guy's short, right? That, it, it's just a, my my the reason why I kind of put Georgia in that class of being a little bit of distress is because they were supposed to have this, you know, unstoppable defense, and they still gave up 41 points. But, it wasn't, but but, but it I, wasn't. I'll, I'll defend. Wait, hold on, hold on. You I, got it. I want to do this because it's like I, I mean, I, I I can't believe I'm going to do this. I'm going to defend Georgia, which I shouldn't be doing. But if we're being completely honest, they absolutely torched our defense. Like if we want to, like the the game no. plan going into this game was horrendous. So. Instead of letting them go from the 25-yard line every single time, which our kicker is more than able to do, we're going to kick the ball to them at the 10-yard line and see if we can pin them behind the 25. You want to know how many times that happened last night? Zero. You know, the average line of scrimmage after a kickoff for Georgia last night was at the 36-yard line. The 36 Georgia's defense. Well, I don't know what we – here, here's, well, here's my argument. I just, I, just, I just need a little bit of time to tie it together. But, like, Georgia's defense did what they were supposed to do. 
their offense did what they were like. Their defense wasn't bad. Like you had like we like we absolutely dismantled their defense. I'm it, not it saying it's dismantling. I'm just saying if you give up 41 points in the game, a defense. But that's 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 but a it's bias. all about you, in you've gotta, it's like you've got to understand. understand. Every three and, defense into their job if they gave up 41 points. JT, it's okay, easy try, to try, give try. up 41 points. No, it's my defending. Time. I'm doing it. If you so you, you haven't gotten up to the point yet. Points, but it's all about in context. After those three interceptions, we were pretty much in their on their side of the right. field every single time. Every so time, so you're giving every time the scores. number one offense on the planet in college football a short field with Mac Jones, who literally is about that close away from being the Heisman candidate, with three receivers and a running back who are all going to go in the top first round, first two rounds of the NFL draft. It's like that's that's not fair against Georgia's defense. Now, I don't give a damn. Like you can give us Alabama's defense from 2012. They're not stopping anybody that that prolific, that high of scoring with that short of a field. And and the reason I say their defense wasn't as bad as what you think it is, JT. You've got to remember, yes, when we turned the ball over, they had good field position. But also in the second half, they barely came off the field because as soon as Georgia went back on the offense interception like the same they didn't even convert first downs they were just throwing interception after interception which was only two but still like I, I don't remember how many drives they had in the second half but it, it felt like it was what three drives they had the missed field goal and then the two interceptions and that's all I could really remember but the only way Alabama, that I can go ahead I was just like, the only way that I can fault Georgia and I, I, the only thing that was literally Georgia's fault that really wasn't – that had something to do with Alabama is the fact that y'all got shut out in the second half. Now, that is unexcusable. That makes our and, defense look like it's top flight. And by no stretch of the imagination is it top flight. Like, right. Patrick Sertain and, and Josh Abol are the two worst, and I mean worst, corners I've ever seen in an Alabama uniform. They suck at cover zero. And that's what we mostly run a lot of the time. Like we don't run, you know, our cover two, two safeties over the top and, you know, rush four and put everybody out in coverage. Like normally we only, we have nobody over the top and we're just like saying, Hey, our athletes are better than your athletes. And y'all couldn't do anything against that. Like in the second half. Like that, and that's, that's why that's my only thing. That's why I was talking to you last night. I was like, why is Georgia leaning on the pass game in the second half? That to me, that didn't make sense. Like you're in the game. Let's run it down their throats on something that we know is working. Like it's not like we didn't have running backs that were putting up six, seven yards per pop. Yeah. Like it, it'd be different yeah. if our running game wasn't working. But you have three running backs that are putting up at least six yards per carry. Why aren't you running the ball? And why do you have a fourth, fifth string QB putting up 40 pass attempts in a game? 40. 4 0. And he didn't I'm even telling have a, you, it's a the job like bro, last year. It's the, it's the Nick Saban effect, bro. It's like, remember, like, remember back. In 08 to about 08 to 13, when we had like the world's un most unstoppable defense, the trend was the exact same. And people were coaching to beat our defense and not our offense. It's flipped now. 
Like coaches are thinking that okay, at any point in time, their their offense is going to click and they're going to just score, 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 score. So we got to find a way to keep up with them. And I feel like that's what y'all fell into last night. I'm being completely I'm honest. I also went back to the, the national championship game because second half of the national championship game, Georgia did rely on the running game and try to try to let the, have, have the game run out and, you know, not give them enough time to come back. And because they just kept running the ball, they didn't put up on as many points to keep Alabama from, from coming back in the game. And I think they remembered that and they overthought and said, we're gonna we're gonna keep trying to put up points, I, and I see what you see what you're saying. Yeah, they should have kept running the ball, clearly because it was working. But when they saw that mistake that they made in the national championship game, those ghosts came back, and they're like, "We don't want to let this happen again." But they didn't. They don't. They don't this, uh, as much as you don't like Jake Fromm, he's a little bit better than Bennett. We have to. We have right, to, and that's and so that's he, my. If, if you were gonna put it on yeah, somebody's no. back. Between Stetson Bennett and Jake Fromm, Jake Fromm's the guy you put it on the back for. So that's one thing they didn't account for. That as nice as Stetson Bennett is, it's two different teams. He's he's, a guy. He's not the guy. Right. It's two different teams, and and I understand that they could have been thinking about the championship game, whatever. But you still need to know your roster. Like there's still adjustments. I'm not saying it was the right move. I'm just I'm just trying to. Trying to unpack the coaching thought process there, thought right. process there, as a as a football coach. But as as a good coach, you should know your roster. You're right. Well, we said so, this already in the past. Like Kirby Smart, great defensive mind, great game plan master. He sucks at game, in-game adjustments. He like does. he absolutely yeah, sucks at in-game does. adjustments. He has every game. Well, and Nick Saban's the master. No. Like and you and the, can find a, if you can find he, a way, he gets outdone by Swift by Nick and Jake Fromm is your quarterback to lose to South Carolina at the end. That's being but, a piss but the reason here's, here's here's the reason. Look at Georgia's first what three games when they won. Outside of what the um, what's it called game? Who did we play? <sighs> I can't even think of the teams we beat outside the Auburn game. And even in the Auburn game, like there was drastic changes at halftime that led to the Georgia wins. Is that fair for the first three games? But we let be real. But, like, but, but I don't think Auburn's not good. Right. That's but what I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm saying he made those adjustments to make it work. He made adjustments when, to be the JV team. When, when, when it comes to playing Nick Saban, Nick Saban is a whole nother tier compared to Kirby Smart. Lamar. Nick Saban. More, go ahead. I love Nick Saban. Nick, like in Alabama, it go God, Jesus, Nick Saban, and the Holy Spirit. Like I get that. Stop giving Nick Saban that much dead gum credit. Like I'm saying, Kirby Smart events, He he events, in- bro. He makes good game in game changes against mediocre to bad teams. Nick Saban is the only is not just the only person that he can't make in-game adjustments against, bro. It's it's well documented. Kirby is a good pre-game planner, a good defensive coordinator, a great defensive mind. He sucks, and he absolutely will continue to suck until he gets somebody in his house that can help him out with that. But he sucks at in-game adjustments. He's just a mid-game. He just sucks. Sucks at it. 
Just like Nick Saban sucks at coaching corners now. I'm that's going to be like my little tidbit. If we lose, it's going to be our corners' fault. It's going to be our secondary's fault. I want to throw that out there. Uh, Devontae Smith is for this year that could really expose that. The only team that can really expose it is Clemson. Like yeah, well, nobody Clemson has no holes. It's it's. No, Clemson, no, Clemson has plenty of holes. What, what, like, where, they, where do you think their holes are at? Where do you think that that is? Okay, first and foremost, like he, let's be honest, Clemson in any other conference is still cream of the crop. However, the fact that they have to go through the JV, well, not not even JV, the eighth grade damn gauntlet that is the ACC, where they can literally just oh my god. Like Trevor Lawrence, best QB in the world, ties a blindfold. Hey, we're running the wheel route. Hey, it's against quarters. Who fucking cares? Let's just throw it in the back of the end zone and see what happens. Oh, guess what? Touchdown. Oh, I, I, I have something that I need that's been on my we, mind since on. the hold game. On, hold on. I, okay. uh, about, I, I Clemson. At, I, about, I'm about Clemson. Okay, about Clemson. Okay. But my biggest thing is, like, they're big to me. Their biggest holes are going to be A, Lack of lack of a challenge. Now that can come in. That can be a benefit and a curse. One, the fact that they don't have to play against anybody means that one, they're not challenged. I mean, let's be real. Everybody thought and Miami was going to be the ones to give them the quote unquote the game of the century, and they just decimated them. But if we're being completely honest, Miami wouldn't even be top seven in the SEC this year. So I mean. They don't really see anybody, you know? So that's my one thing. I also do think that one of their biggest holes outside of, like, their their defensive line, gas. Their linebackers, that's where I think that you can expose Clemson. If you can get their linebackers, like, you know, matched up with a slot receiver or put them to where they have to turn their hips and go against people that can run four fours and four threes, you can exploit Clemson just like you exploit Alabama's defense. Their corners are they 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 are top notch. I think their linebackers spread out in the empty formation would be detrimental to what they try to do there. On the offensive side of the ball, like of course Trevor Lawrence, great offensive line, great receivers, excellent running back Travis Etienne, who I feel has been there as long as uh what is it Humphrey Ren- Renfro? He's been there for like seven years. They're excellent, okay? My biggest thing is this, and I hope it doesn't happen. Barring injury, their defense, their offense is unstoppable, kind of like Alabama's. What's going to happen if they see one key injury? And I'm not talking about, like, tra- like say, say if Travis Etienne goes down with a t- with a, and he shreds his knee. He's still going to go, you know, in the first round of the in the NFL draft. Yeah, We're not even worried. The running back is still nice. Like, no, it's nice, but it's not Travis Etienne. They're not going to be significantly hurt without him. Like, it's not going to cause them to lose games if they don't have Antion. It won't cause them to lose games in the ACC. The playoff, however, depending on who they get matched up with. Which well, here's I, a, honestly, they'll probably get matched up with a big, big, big 12 team that's trash. Whoever the cha- who champion is. Of the Oregon big- State, I- yay. So, or... <laughs> No offense well, to Cam because he does listen to our podcast. Well, that's now, like but that, that's not going to make a difference. So it's really the national championship game is where that will get they'll get exposed. If if there's something to expose them, that's where they're going to get exposed. 
And honestly, would would that wouldn't that be like the trend? Because in all honesty, let's be real. When two that the to a second year, full out year as the starter, like I'll be absolutely honest. I saw no flaws with that Alabama team. I said from top to freaking bottom. I said it's going to be a shootout, but we're we're definitely like it's not going to be a blowout. And look at how they spread out our defense, and they made our linebackers look like crap. And then when we started to do the same thing to them, it was working. But by that point, it was too late. We were already down by four scores. Like, it wasn't going to do anything good. We were already out of the game. That's why I'm saying that when it comes down to it, like, I believe me, Clemson, first class. But I honestly do think that their linebackers are a real big issue and concern because, like, if you put Jalen Waddle in the slot, Against their Sam linebacker, who's going to win that matchup? Well, obviously, Jalen. Yes. Yes. Here's the thing thing about Clemson. Clemson is going to stop the run consistently. Clemson's going to score, but the the way to beat Clemson this year is to pass, just like Alabama. The way to beat them is if you if you can actually pass the ball and have an efficient passing game. You can score. That's, if you look back to one touchdown came came in this game, and it wasn't again. It wasn't a trash touchdown either. It was in the first quarter. They actually tied the game up seven seven. No, they didn't score any points. But that was what it came off of. Was they they beat the deep, they beat the corner and got a seventy plus yard touchdown off of that. And if you look at the teams that I, scored against that, yes, against Clemson, they're scoring because their passing game works. Now I don't know outside of what Alabama and. Ohio State, if they get into the playoff, I don't know how many teams can actually pass the ball well enough to hang in tight with Clemson. However, you know, we'll see. Clemson's not challenged. And you know they're not challenged because they put in a fucking uh, punter in that quarterback in the second half. And the punter had more passing yards than the actual quarterback for Georgia Tech in the second half. A punter. Yeah, he has a point there. He, he has a point yeah. there. Like you, I I understand that you know Georgia Tech was losing, but that was just disrespectful. That you know, no, I told you, actually, we would have had to throw hands. No, we throwing hands like on on everything. I'm breaking Trevor Lawrence's collarbone like on sight. Like as we go, like, I'm finding him right there, and I'm hitting him in the chest with my helmet. Like no cap. Like, no, you got to die. If you're going to embarrass me on TV, on TV, in front of my mama and all them people, somebody got to get hurt. The fact that they just laid down and took that, boy, no, but no. Now, I do have to shout out Jeff Collins for a strong leadership moment. I won't say coaching moment because obviously he got – there's nothing there that was – but at halftime, when they were already out of the game, he, went, he took them into the team meeting room and said, look, we are trying to build something here. I loved you last week when we won that game. I love you now when we're getting our ass beat. We're working. Th- this is going to happen as we're trying to rebuild this brand here. I still love you guys the same. We're going to still keep moving forward. So that takes a, that, that, that is a great move as a coach. Because a game like this in your – What's his? This is his second. This is a third season, I believe. Now, I thought it was his second year. I can't remember, but he's but he he. If you lose lose a game like this when you're 
So this can lose the lose the lose your your voice in the locker room. Right. You lose a game, but that moment, I believe, saved him from from losing the locker room. Because even though yes, it's Clemson, it's still a conference game, and I don't remember the last time somebody lost a conference game by over sixty points. I'd be so happy yeah. when Clemson Score that. when Trevor, when Trevor Lawrence goes away. Them boys on. is going to be so normal yeah. again. It's not even going to be funny. They better enjoy Jesus Sunshine Jones for why they can. Because I'm telling you, like, it ain't another dude like – and I, I can't believe I'm saying Special. that. It ain't another dude like him. It's just not. Now that that boy is my next question. Um, that boy gas. Since the last time we were on – Lamoris wishes finally came true, and the Atlanta Falcons got rid of a lot of people. I'm gonna oh. before I get to my question, I'm gonna give Lamoris about 60 seconds to let all of his, you know, vent a little bit about the situation. You know, praise the Lord, whatever you need to do. I'm walking away. Y'all go have ahead. this. I'm walking away for 60 seconds. Go, go ahead, Lamoris. This is this is this is your time. But. Let's first off, thank God, because we're about to tank for uh, Trevor. First overall pick, we'll have a quarterback. Trade Matt Ryan. Trade Julio. Get rid of uh, – what's his name? There's there's one more guy that needs to go that's uh, over the GM and head coach. Uh, the vice search. Coach. Yeah, he, he's got to go, too. He, he's next in line. And I'm hoping Arthur Blank finds the boss to get rid of him because we, we need a complete overhaul. But we're finally doing something positive. That was the biggest win of the season for us, firing DQ and Dimitrov and the special teams coach. And then after the season's over with, Raheem Morris is going to be fired, which was our old defensive coordinator. Like, just get rid of everybody. And uh, I'm calling it now Eric Bieniemy. He's coming to the Falcons. Um there's, there's a couple of other players, uh, or not players, but coaches that I'm looking at, but the Falcons are finally doing something positive. Okay. That was going to be my question. Do you trade Matt Ryan? Oh, of course. I, without, a, without a doubt. You Here's the only for, thing, though. He's a huge salary cap hit, whether he's on care or not. I, I don't care. At this point, trade him. Trade Julio because there's there's nothing that the Falcons to do the Falcons can do in the next year or two to actually um, get back to where they were in terms of playoff and Super Bowl contenders. There's there's literally nothing. And but you really think get rid of Julio too? Yeah, get rid of Julio too. That's hell yeah. Get get get, get, get rid of send everybody. Julio, I, I w- send Julio over there to Baltimore, please. For the love of God. Give us something so we can beat Kansas City. Julio Jones and Lamar Jackson. You heard it here first. That's two Super Bowls. I'm telling you. Free right, Julio. So, so here here's my my ideal setup, right? Who, who, who do you off. trade Matt Ryan to? Who do, you, who do you try to get him to to get something worthwhile in return? I think you could trade him. Well, I, don't, I don't know about the Lions. The Lions, no. it's not going to help they, them. They, I, they, I was going to say Denver. Stafford there. He's, he's, he, they're wrong, 
but he, but Matthew Stafford is their guy. That's okay. You guys will give him to the Chargers and see if you can get the what's his name, the other rock, the uh, the Tyrod younger. Taylor? No, not Tyrod Taylor. See if you can get what's the name, the receiver. Allen. Yeah. Yes. I, see, I don't because because they're not going to trade for the quarterback. That's the thing. They're not going to trade for that when they've got. They've got they drafted Justin Herbert as their future. Once again, I don't think he's that I don't think he's proven enough to be the guy there, but they believe he's the guy there. So they're not gonna trade for Matt Ryan. But he's the guy because he's the only I, option right now. If you, you, you have to if you package Matt Ryan, with them, Matt, Ryan he's the, he's the Matt Ryan still has like seven good quarterbacks seven years. Seven? I don't know about seven. I, I, I can bro, three. y'all bro, three. Man, y'all, y'all, no, y'all not about to do Matt. No, y'all is not doing Matt Ryan like that. Let's Let's get something clear. Let's get something. And I can't believe y'all got me defending all these damn Georgia teams on this damn podcast. But we is not going to act like Matt Ryan is not an MVP. We are not going to act like. Oh, hold, on, stop, hold on, stop. Hold on, stop. Kyle Shanahan, what do you mean? We're not going to act. And look at what Kyle Shanahan been doing ever since. Doing it in he a big game. Hold on, digress. Hold on. Let me finish. We are not going to act like. Now he's Matthew, not a system QB. Uh, oh my gosh, I just want to <laughs> What do you say? Now he's not a system QB. Now uh, he's an MVP is- type player. Oh, I, I'd love to hear it. Shut up. What we, but what we're not going to do is we're not going to – Nick, he, he – okay, in my, in my world, he better than Drew Brees? Right now, yes. Yeah. Drew, Drew Brees can't Drew Brees. do the ball anymore. Of course, of course, he's better. Drew Brees. Yeah, he he been better than Drew Brees since two years before he went to the Super Bowl. But that's just my opinion. We not gonna we are not gonna disrespect Matt Ryan on this podcast. And first and foremost, I never said Matt Ryan was system quarterback. I just said now that he pissed you off. Now he's but, not a system quarterback. Okay. No, no, no. We, the argument was with Drew Brees' system quarterback. Drew Brees is the uh, – that boy, the system, he is a system quarterback. But we is not going to act like Matt Ryan is not gas. Like, he ain't out there throwing dimes to people. Like, let, do, not do, do not do Matt Ryan like that. That man's got seven if, years. Anyways, anyways, I would still trade Matt Ryan only because he's getting older. When you can yeah, restart – Restart, rebuild, but I would trade him to a team that's defensively good but lacking a QB. So the Bears, the Vikings, even the Broncos, I would trade him to the Saints right now, even though they have, you know, two QBs on the roster, yet they don't play the second one. But that's that's a that's a whole nother discussion. But trade Matt Ryan, rebuild, because there there's no reason to be stuck as a mid-level team. Like, you, you know those teams that just barely miss the playoff every year, but they're not bad enough to get a good draft pick, but they're not good enough to actually see themselves progressing in the future. That's where the Falcons are at right now. And I pray to God that they don't do the same bull crap that they've been doing for the past two, three years, starting off slow and winning six games down the stretch and going from the number two or three draft pick to 14. But that's what y'all get. You want to know why? Because until y'all do right by Michael Vick, everything right, y'all trade, doing in Atlanta is going to be cursed. Until here, you do right by Michael. Here, here we go. This, this, this is what we do. Until you we, do right get, by Vick, everything you do will be cursed. This is what we do. We get Eric Bieniemy as coach. You get uh, from Jacksonville, I think he's at. Uh, 
what's the black old black QB? Uh, Letwich. 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 Yeah. Letwich. Uh, get him as your offensive coordinator. Pull in Justin Fields. What if you trade Luke... Matt Ryan to Jacksonville? Jack doesn't Jacksonville already have? Never mind. That's two is in Miami. I don't know. You get back. Like, don't be doing miss you like that. You try to get like, uh, what's that? What's that? Chart. DJ Chart. And they I mean, get, try to get some picks with it too. I I, I think I, they, could, they could convince him to do that because they haven't had a quarterback there. Right. I don't know, in 15 years now? What do you mean? Since the inception of the Dagum team, they haven't had a quarterback. What are you talking about? Hey, well, no, what was his name? He, ended, he played for the Redskins, too. I can't remember his name. Uh, Who? The Jaguars have never had a quarterback. No, their first quarterback was a decent quarterback. He went to the Hall of Fame. And Patrick. Did he go to the Hall of Fame for playing for the Jaguars? Or was he a Hall of Famer before he got there? He was a Hall of Famer before he got there. But Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Gosh, this don't disrespect Nick Foles like that. <laughs> Nick Foles is com- he is Tom Brady's kryptonite. Hey, Thank you for him. Nick Foles is Nick Foles is just your closer. You can't you can't use him as your he's like he's like he's like trying to put Mo- Mariano Rivera as your starting pitcher. It's not going to work. It's just it work for John Smoltz. Well, John Smoltz is a freak. Let's just get him out of the. It's. Are you talking about Mark Brunel? Uh, yeah, that's it. That's him. Mm-hmm. Wow, my face right now. Wow, I, mean, he was, I didn't he say was, he was a he, he was a great he was guy. solid. He was, he was solid. I didn't, wow. I didn't say it was, they had like a, like a Drew Brees or a Tom Brady. I've, hey, all I'm saying is you can tell by my facial expression I'm blown away right now. That that right there, that's a quarterback. I'm telling you that right there. That's quarterback. And I want you to take that. I want you to hit that dangly thing sitting in the back of your throat. Wop that. The fact that Lamar said absolutely nothing with that. Pause. (laughs) (laughs) But no. (laughs) Anyways, now that we've gone over a quarter into the season – what are our thoughts once we've got to see teams on the field? Who do we think? Uh, who do we think is you know a favorite? Uh, who's a contender? Who? I think we know who we we know as teams who's who's who are, who are fakers coming into this season. Yeah, scratch Seattle. We go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and call that right now. Yeah, Everybody's gonna be I, mad I about to say that. that. Yeah, scratch Seattle. They I'm don't. They don't. They, I think there's. I'm they don't ready. have the. They. They look who. It, when they go up against a decent opponent that can go, that can score with them, it's a wrap. Their defense can't. They can't hold water. It's. I don't know what it is about them. Like they just love making it interesting Until and not Russell actually selling the deal. Not, I just can't. Like, it's they're, like they're getting the Aaron Rodgers has nothing, and yet they that team is 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 falling. Because y'all disrespected that man. Who disrespected? What do you mean, y'all? Y'all did the media disrespected Aaron Rodgers trying to tell oh no, his, he his own oh. his own front office disrespected him. And look at what he's doing. Oh, I, I promise you, I would win a Super Bowl and I would be I pulled a Conor McGregor. And I want to apologize to absolutely nobody. And at the front office. F the owner, F Lombardi Field. I'm going to the Vikings. I'm out. 
and leave. Exactly how I would do it. Because you're the pettiest person on this show. Dang right. And I guarantee I will go back to Lambeau Field and like, I would, coach, don't take me out. We dropping 60 tonight. That receiving core, I'm just saying, I would leave in a heartbeat. Who in the hell wants Kirk Cousins as your starting quarterback? Shit, Stephon Diggs left. Yeah. <laughs> you got some Cousins. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Literally with this man right behind him, he walked up to the head coach and said, why the F are we paying this man all this money? With him sitting right there. Kirk Cousins, like Redskins, Kirk Cousins, that guy was a boss. Vikings, Kirk Cousins, oh, that guy's booty butt cheeks. He had one or two good years with the Vikings when they uh, beat the Saints in the playoffs. But that wasn't his fault. That, that was Stephon Diggs that did that. Stephon we are not giving that boy no credit. That ball pretty much went out of bounds. He caught it and spun around, and the guy missed the tackle, and he ran for a touchdown. That That's not – that's not Kirk Cousins. But still yes, following him. back up with the first question, we go ahead and scratch the Seahawks. I don't yeah. give a dang that Las Vegas actually beat the Chiefs. Go ahead and scratch them too. Yeah. Um, I think the look, entire NFC needs to be scratched outside of Green Bay. Is that, look, is that fair? I mean, that's that's kind of obvious. Well, um, hold on. The entire NFC? Hold on. Wait, the entire wait, wait. NFC. Well, NFC that's, East all should be scratched, yes. Well, yes. Okay, the only other good team in the NFC North would be the Bears, but they don't have a quarterback. They still haven't decided if they're going to use Trubisky or Nick Foles. Right. And that's why How does this I man say, have a job? Who? Trubisky? How does Mitch Trubisky <laughs> How does Mitch, Mr. Bisky look Mr. like a fake over Patrick Mahomes? We ain't even gonna talk about that, oh, Mr. Biscuit. He's look. He look. He real did. He looked like that kid in middle school that was fat and chubby. That like got a little bit of game, and now he just he comfortable with where he at. You know what I mean? Like he's I got the money. Like, I got the females. He had a free gym that he went to every day after class, and you know worked out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he, he don't, he, he look like he just like, like you know, he looks like an athlete, lean, like lean and athletic. He looks like a regular person, like lean and athletic. And then y'all paying him, bro. I was y'all crazy. I said, yeah, throw that whole like, NFC see, out, throw him away. So, yeah, out, outside of outside of Green Bay, but like, I Seattle doesn't. I'm not ready to throw enough. Seattle out yet. I mean, they, I, they just, I don't know. They they haven't done anything convincing. They find a way good. to win. I mean, I know, I'm not right. they're going to be Super Bowl champs. I, I just think they're still going to win 13 games this season. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I, because look at who they're they playing. playing. They're going to win the West. Look at, look at who they're playing against. But they, you still have to go out there and win. They still play it's, 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 the AFC too. They beat the Patriots with Cam Newton as the quarterback. Hey, stop! No, no, no! Hell no! How are you gonna spin this one? Spin Matt. Spin this one, Matt. Is that fake news? Solo? False. One question. One question. Since they beat, they they beat Cam Newton. As the quarterback, 
of the New England Patriots. I just have one question. I have one question. Where were they in the game? Now, we're talking about a slaughter or even a, you know, 10-point win. Okay. All right. We don't care if they came back. They still hey, wait, lost. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I wasn't paying the bills. I let all y'all, I let both of y'all talk. I let both of y'all talk. It's my turn. I don't know. Thank you. You've been it, that, a, I let both of y'all talk. Session, it's my know. turn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't have our... We didn't, I would be big, bad, girl. Like, Fine, go ahead. I didn't get no speech. Hit that button. <laughs> y'all are asses. But anyway, no. Do not... No. Seattle is, is... They're done. If you go out and you get a Hall of Famer safety, a Hall of Fame safety in Jamal Adams, and you still can't find a way to hold your opponent's Average below 30? Below 30? Oh, sorry, not, not 30. I'm sorry. Sorry. 27? In the league? In the league? No. I don't give a damn if you got Peyton Manning's ghost reincarnated inside of Russell Wilson. They're not going to win any big game. Here's Period. my my issue with Seattle. You could give up those points, right? So you can allow the Patriots to score 30. You could allow the Cowboys to score 30. That's cool. The Falcons, I even understand 25. But when you go up against a team like the Dolphins or the Vikings, they should win those games handedly. Like that, there's no question about it. Like, and what they are they need doing? To, I mean, they won, but it's just, just not ready it, to write them off right now, is all I'm saying. I, I just have concerns with them. I don't think they're going to make any noise in the plate. Well, I can't say anything, but that's the NFB, in it, NFC. Is, bad, how, how could they not make noise? Right. And the Packers in the in the NFC championship. And I think the Packers will absolutely smoke them. They'll, they'll demolish them. They'll beat them by 20. Plus. Absolutely. Without without a question. But I, I, I guess for – defense like that, though. I mean, I don't trust the trust the Seahawks. I don't trust their, I don't trust either defense. I think this is going to be like a big twelve game. Right. No. It's it's going back to to college. We we have all the college players coming in, who's used Look to like playing with Lincoln Riley. But I don't know. I I still don't see Seattle. You can't hold on for that long. These games are too close. Like they they need a couple of games where they just win in the fourth quarter or in the third quarter and they just put put some bench players in and it's a it's a done deal which they may be able to do that against the 49ers maybe against the cardinals too but the 49ers and the cardinals are both going to be under 14 point games watch you heard it the here 49ers don't have an offense anymore i i you're absolutely right and they won't beat them by more than 14 they damn sure not going to beat the Cardinals by more than 14. That's going to probably be like a three-point game. You you do understand how bad San Francisco is right now, right? I do. And that's how much I dislike. That's how much I don't believe in Seattle right now. Fitzmagic put up 43 on San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to, to that's understand my how. I, I, I am a big fan of that guy. Too bad he's going to lose his job next year. Yes, I mean he is. I but yeah. 
I'm surprised I haven't given Tua any reps yet just because they know he's the future and they want to give him some – I think they're scared right. with me. Oh, no. If I'm making money sitting down on my behind doing nothing but training all day, heck yeah, I don't want to play. I'm not. I'm not knocking two. I'm saying them as a, as a, as a franchise. If this guy's our future, we need to start getting him reps. I mean, even if it's trash time, get him. You know, five, ten plays. And then he gets well, to break his hip again. Right. <laughs> your if he's that fragile, he doesn't. He, sh- he shouldn't be your franchise quarterback, anyways. Hey, they chose to pay him, not me. That's the same thing that they say about every QB drafted, like number one overall. It takes a special QB to actually go to one of these trash teams with no offensive line and and survive and make it through and actually learn. Like there's look? right. I did him, but I I, I don't did who dirty. Andrew Luck. They never got anything to help this man out. Man, well, I, that too. But what's the dude that the guy from UCLA, Josh Rosen? Josh Rosen. R.I.P. to that young man. Because he did everything right. <laughs> Come on now. He yeah. Did everything he went to Miami right. and they said, nah, we good. They, they screwed that. They screwed they that out nah, of millions. Good. Out of millions. You, Josh Rosen to. To Chicago, he's better than Mick Trubisky. I'm just being honest. Like he, is. but they got Nick Foles there. Nick Foles is is Morris the is a better player. option than Mitch Trubisky, and he gets <laughs> offensive line. Fair. I won't throw stupid interceptions. I'll take a sack or throw it out. Throw the ball, yeah. Throw the ball away every once in a while. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Throw the ball away every once in a while. Live to see another down, but I don't know. Because it still now, goes down as an incompletion as far as, like, your... Who cares about stats if you, you live to, to move I know, exactly. I want you to live. I don't you worried about your, your completion percentage and throw, throwing the ball out of bounds is the same thing as throwing an interception. I'd rather throw the ball out of bounds than an interception. It's still, it's still one incompletion in your, in your percentage. Fair. I'm not, I'm not... But, like, if that's what you're worried about, you don't want to throw the ball out of bounds because you don't want to have a bad completion percentage. I mean, it's 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 be bad to begin with. It's still, no, I don't understand. <laughs> like, where, where are you worried? If, where are you worried about when it's already bad? Like, it can't be any worse. Just keep throwing in completions. You could have zero percent completion rate. It could always be worse. Hey, I don't man, care about having a zero completion me. rate as long as I'm getting millions. Running my exactly. check. <laughs> don't don't disrespect the goat, Mister Biscuit, like that, man. That man's got more money than all of us put together. Maybe not athletic ability, but he damn sure has more money than all of us put together. I'll make this offer to the Giants. I will do. I will do just as bad as Daniel Jones. You can pay me a tenth of his salary for just one year. Oh, that boy! A bust. Y'all ran. Y'all ran Eli out of there for no reason. Daniel right. Jones is a bust. Bust. He's a. Why did y'all bus. draft him in the first my, my, place? My, 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 at the spot that y'all drafted him at. Yeah, like this is a. On five a second, third round talent. Spinach too. And they don't want to address it though. That's the thing that kills me about it. They want they play stupid, like it never happened. Is she okay with Georgia Tech? Because uh they got <laughs> she knew it was coming. Oh. I couldn't enjoy it. 
Hey, put it this way. First half. Georgia Tech probably got demolished, but I mean, they're still better than Notre Dame in so many ways. So yeah. Just saying. I'm sorry. I it, like legitimately I would pay to watch that matchup. It's a year from this now. Year. I I said a year from now. But I I'll, I'll pay to watch it this year too. Oh, you like, I, I think Tech's a legitimate team a year from now. I am not just I'm not disagreeing with. It. I think they're a legitimate team next year. <laughs> not with Jeff Sims that. as QB. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> they need some uh some more talent. They're not legitimate. They are give it, legitimate. Give it like three years. We need a couple of recruiting cycles. Hey, he's 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 doing decent for a true freshman running quarterback there. That's what I'm saying. Like Lamar's be so like decent, like, high ass standards. Like yo, damn Dennis is doing. I mean, no, he's not Trevor Lawrence, but Trevor Lawrence is different from everybody else. I, I would still pick Stetson Bennett over Jeff Sims. And you would lose at least. Every time. He can, he can take Every off time. and pick up a first down if he got to. Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett picked Stetson up Bennett a couple of first downs. First down Lamores. And Stetson then you Bennett act like up. the talent level that they have around them is equal. If that right. kid had that's, half of the receivers in the, that's the why, scheme that Stetson Bennett that's, that's had, it wouldn't even say, be no question. That's that's why I say they need a, a few more recruiting cycles before they can – ever do anything or make real noise. Okay, so they, fine. They so need... based on that, let's say this then. So based on that, let's say this. Since they are just that god awful, Notre Dame should beat them by what? 21, right? Should. In theory. Now. Should. Yes. In theory. Should. In theory. Yes. And when by, Notre Dame be by 12. Be by beats 12. them by That's a true. field goal or Notre Dame loses by a touchdown, what are we going to say then? Well, we already Besides knew Notre Dame JT. is we already knew that day was trash anyway, <laughs> so it's not like anything's new. Just have them join the club; they're VIP members. Like they're like they got their own section. Not gonna, they're not going to destroy them by any means. No, I hope we all can agree on that. If we can't agree on that, then if, we if need they to play that way. They did last, this this week, yesterday. Yeah, they're not gonna. They, 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 there needs to be a different team in two weeks or three weeks, whatever it is. But you know, they need to they need to make a, a blood sacrifice. Just like people are saying that LeBron did to win the the, the Lakers championship this year. That, now that wasn't a blood sacrifice. Was, no, that was the fact that I wasn't that saying was the fact was, that Giannis Antetokounmpo was just what I told you he no, was from the beginning. People are making jokes that he made a blood sacrifice. And that's that, that's yeah. to Notre Dame to have the team that the media thinks that they have. They need to make a blood sacrifice. All I'm saying is y'all been playing, praying to touch down Jesus all this season. And I don't think <laughs> he not, touchdown he not Jesus. He's not answering. Yeah, so, somebody not paying their tithes and offerings. Somebody not coming through, dog. Somebody's sorting the collection plate. I, Maybe that's I what guess it was. Chip Kelly's just taking when the, when the well, not Chip Kelly Brian Kelly when the when the when the uh, collection plates coming around at church he's just like take that that, that that's we uh, I mean if we're if we're being honest that's been his salary like yeah he's been like hey who and what has he produced Ian nothing Book. Ian Book that's that's a what sixth seventh round QB talent right there Ian Book. Mm-hmm. Where in the CFL? 
But NFL, he, he they started- failed. They failed him because that he had a he had a solid receiving core last year. I mean, look at what Chase Claypool's doing with the Steelers. But they didn't bother recruiting any solid receivers behind that class, and so Chase Clay, he's he's used to just throwing the ball up and Chase Claypool coming down with it. He doesn't have Chase Claypool there to catch the 50-50 balls. He doesn't have anybody there to catch 50-50 balls. That's why he looks like the quarterback that he actually is. All he ever did was pull a Hail Mary and throw the ball and close his eyes, and Chase Claypool came down with it most of the time. That's what made the receiving core and him look as good as they did last year in the past years because of, because of him being able to do that. He can't do that anymore, so he's getting exposed for the crappy quarterback that he actually is. He honestly should go be the quarterback for Army or Navy where they run the triple option. He only has to throw the ball five yards downfield, and he can run. The quarterback that left there and went to play at Boston College looks better than he does. Dang, JT, tell them how you really feel. They fa- they failed as recruiters. They did. They Whoa. What's the, okay, I, but, but to be honest. Where are you recruiting the, to? Exactly. What's the selling <laughs> point of Notre Dame nowadays? Like, what, what's the selling point? What's the selling point? And that's not me being right. mean. Like now, seventies. UCF can get legit. Got legitimate receivers. They're in Florida, they, right? But they they play school. They were absolutely. They couldn't get out of their own way. They found a way to recruit. But they what we're also, saying is, it's like look at the hotbed that is Florida, and then you have where's Notre Dame again? Indiana. Bumfuck Indiana, like that—that's the only thing. Don't, Notre Dame is the only thing. Don't disrespect South Bend. Don't disrespect South Bend. Oh, you know, there's there's, the Kmart, there's stuff. The, the holiday. <laughs> no, there's nothing outside of the school. There's nothing there. You have to drive to Chicago to go to do anything, and that's like an hour and a half, two hour drive. Like, and that's all I'm saying. Like nowadays, I'm, I'm the not kids disagreeing like, with you. There's not a lot, to, but still, that's your job as the recruiter. You're not doing that. Here's here's I'm gonna do my best to impersonate a recruiter. Hey, look, um, we're selling you tradition. I know you don't give a damn about that as a 16 year old, 17 year old, 18 year old kid, but I want you to come here and I want you to freeze your butt off, and I want you to come and practice in sub zero temperatures, because you know what, Notre Dame is the original home of college football. Or, but you, but you, but don't, they also, don't forget they, to, they have, they have, they have the right facilities. They've got, they've got, you can get, that's one of the schools that money's not an issue at. They can get whatever they want for these players. But you, you've also, I guess the elephant in the room, you also have to, to take into account, this is a Catholic school in the North. Where a lot of the best players are coming from the South, and I don't know how many of y'all's actual players are Catholic. I no, they're not Catholic. No, that's not. It's not. Yeah, or but I'm even deter people to come. Fact that it's a, but also Miami's a Catholic school. People don't really know that they're a Catholic school down there. Yeah, like the U. No, the U. They're Catholic. They don't party like it, but uh, (laughs) you forget. You forget. Catholics are, are more parties than people realize. My I mean, I get get drunk under the table 
by the Friars at the Catholic school that he went to. And that was... I, I guess I, I I equate Notre Dame to, like, a BYU. But BYU yes. has, has, yes. Recent, has yes. recent success, like, recent memory of them, even though they, they're not in, like, national championship contention, but they have recent success where they do well. Notre Dame in the past, what, 30, 40 years or so, if not more? Well, let's be real. I mean, like I said, look at the recruiting base. BYU at least has Utah, Montana, and can stretch out to California because that's real. I mean, that's understandable. And Nevada, okay, which are really good hotbeds for high school talent. You go to South Bend, Chicago, ain't nobody going. You ain't recruiting nobody Every, out of Chicago. But everybody in that area. Go in is, Illinois? Where are they going to go? They're going to go to everybody in that area is going to go to either Ohio State or Michigan or Michigan. Exactly. That, that's that's, that's the that's biggest issue. They, they don't have anything that they can control unless they try to overtake like Indiana. And I don't, well, I don't like, know if they, can, new, still, if they had I mean, like the same recruiting exactly, bed, like say like Miami. It's not really a hotbed for, for, for right. high school football. So, I mean. Yeah, but, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like they, but like, they also, say, I mean, think about Everett Golson, who was a solid quarterback for them, uh, you know, right. when he played there. I mean, he didn't do anything after he left there, but still, he was he came from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Like they they have they recruit across the, the nation, they don't focus on one specific area. And I that might be part of their issue too, because they don't say, they don't have that identity like yeah. like the you had in the late 80s. They said if you are from South Florida. And you are a five star. You're coming here. The There's state of Miami. The state no, of Miami. No discussion. If you that. if you win that little area around you, you are going to be successful. Notre, Notre Dame that's legitimately. That's that's so. They're, they're always going to be that team that does good enough to look like they're they're contenders, but when they face a team like Clemson or UGA or Alabama. They're going to get exposed. They're going to be embarrassed because I think the, the but also the, academics is an issue there as well. They have they're they're a, such a strong academic school that by the time you get to the end of the year, end of the semester, they've got their level of ac- finals and stuff is is harder for them to deal with than a Georgia and Alabama. I'm not saying they're not great academic schools. They're st- but still right. we can't ignore we can't ignore the fact that. The academic rigor at Notre Dame, at Stanford, at Tech are higher than UGA, Alabama, and Clemson. That that plays a factor into this. It still doesn't excuse them for being what they are right now. But I come on, they're, now. they're not. They're the, not north. They're not Northwestern. Like we're like we're not. I'm not. We, we I'm not giving Notre Dame that excuse. They they're not Northwestern where they have like. Super duper, like they don't even have athletic scholarships at Northwestern. You have they to do. get in at, but huh? they no, they do, at Northwestern. Look it up. No, they don't. But but Notre my, Dame my selling point by Northwestern terms- back in the early eighties, and he, he like, I love my dad. My dad wasn't smart yet, like as he is right now, like in high school, and he couldn't go to Northwestern to play ball because he didn't have the grades. They don't have they don't have athletic scholarships. It's all academic, like. That's but you have to that think. But, that was th- that's thirty years ago, man. Look it up. They don't have any. But JT, you you, I, you also, yes, they're an academic school. 
but is Duke not an academic school in terms of basketball? And they still recruit well. Like Notre Dame selling yeah, points. Is there is the paper class issue? Okay. Send their, uh, the football, thing. send their football players to those paper classes. We don't care. We're not going to do that. We I, don't care. Then, then don't be upset that they're in this perpetual state of mediocrity. I'm not upset with it. I, I, I understand I, it's the reality. It's yeah. my team, though. I'm still going to fight just as much as you so, fight for the Braves. Right. Fight for Notre Dame. You can't. You can't we get it. I believe we, we get it. it. It's but, just. It's but, the. It's just the pure fact of like. Y'all have the backing of the biggest church on the face of Here's planet the Earth. They're not, and you don't the church though. There's only one university in state in the, in the United States that is sanctioned by the Catholic Church, and it's not Notre Dame. Who is Catholic University of America in Washington D.C.? They only sanction one school per country. So you're telling me? Okay, so here's why. Here's my counter argument today. About three and a half miles that way. St. Michael's Catholic School just opened up down here, okay? You want to know where they just got a $3 million check from in order to build their gym and their football stadium on campus? The University of Notre Dame. So I don't want to... they got money. They do. I'm not saying it comes from the church, though. I hope that they funnel some talent from that school to Notre Dame because they could surely use it right now. But uh, Notre Dame's, I think <laughs> their their best chance for success in the near future, at least in football, is if they just join the ACC altogether. Like, yeah, stop I, I, being I, ind- me, independent. I, me, they, my father is a bigger Notre Dame fan than I am, and he's been saying since before I was born, the fact that they're not in a conference is bullshit. And I don't think they're not going to do well I if, think the if they go set up that way. Like, if you want to be a like, I think the playoff. We can get into how we should structure the playoffs in a different conversation. But I, I honestly, I don't believe that you should be a top four team. You select to go to the playoffs if you don't win your conference. We've been saying that, I, like, and so I, I don't, so I don't think the, the, the reason go unless they win a conference championship because you didn't. That's that's a you didn't prove anything. What okay, a, so, so if that's if if that happens, well I, I kind of want to argue that. What if uh, a three win or a three loss team wins their conference and then all the other qualified teams who may have had zero losses before the conference championship or one loss, they're they lose their conference championship. So you, are you forced hosted the New Orleans Saints? Right. Playoffs before. Right. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's all about, bro. It's all about perspective, dog. Like you can't sit there and totally discredit a conference championship. Like you totally can't say that you know an undefeated team shouldn't deserve to be in. It's all about the quality and the strength of the conference. That's all I'm saying. Like if Notre Dame somehow, some way, found a way to win the ACC title with two losses, which means they would have had to beat Clemson in order to get there. I'm going to say they deserve to be there more than an undefeated Big 12 team or an undefeated Pac-12 team. That's that's just the way that it goes. Games. Like that's Pac-12 is going only going to be playing eight games this year. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no way. No, like the, I, the big. What's up? How can you validify that being as a team worthy of going to the, the playoffs you, when you, you play can't. eight games? 
but that's why I I'm for the if you want to give it like automatic berths in terms of or the automatic qualifier that you have to win your conference championship, uh, expand it to eight teams. No, I think it's eight teams. The yeah. four conference champs host, and right. team they you you don't host. You didn't do a good enough job, and then they have three at large bids. Whoever large. right. But yeah, send send actually uh, Notre Dame to the ACC. They can't compete in the um, Big Ten. They no, they, they get can't. smacked around too much. But send them to the ACC. Let them lose to Clemson in the ACC championship a couple of years in a row. They can start recruiting a little bit better. At least they're playing for something. I agree with that. I agree with that. And I, I mean, I, and you guys joked at me when I said that they were going to go to the championship this year and. And and lose and and get blown out. That's was my call that they were gonna get blown out. Like, I mean, what else in that? Con- I mean, don't get me wrong; they're not great. But other than Clemson, there's not really anything in that conference. Well, uh, Notre Dame's Pitt. about to beat y'all, or not Notre Dame, but Georgia Tech's about to beat y'all in a couple of weeks. Uh, and Pitt, North, and Pitt, North Carolina's Pitt. gonna put up a fat really? uh, fight. Pitt? Yeah. Pitt's gonna beat you. I'm yeah. sorry. Pitt, Pitt's there. Pitt. Like if you play, if you focus on your focus on your passing game against Pitt, please, please. Do y'all play if Virginia you, Tech? If, if Brian Kelly's focus on the passing game in any more games this season, he needs to be fired. Because not only did he not recruit any receivers to come there, and then you know that that's a weakness for your team, but you're still gonna try to showcase that. That's bad coaching. Bad. That's a bad CEO. What? What do you Thank mean? That y'all... We're supposed to do what we do bad. Well, remember, that's a joke. I, I know that's a joke. <laughs> it's a bad joke. Thank, thank God that y'all still have them hired because that's going to be y'all's downfall. You're literally going to lose three straight games, <laughs> and then come to BC win, and then lose again to North Carolina. That's going to be the funniest stuff ever. <laughs> y'all be a four loss. Team. But that's gonna be a bad. Like we need. Like I want to just. Have, we need to. Pay, uh, that's gonna be pay per view. I want to watch Kelly like demolish you when Notre Dame loses that game and watch how mad you get. I want to see you storm off to the man cave. And that, I, I will pay money to watch that I'm, on TV. I, I can't see. I can't. I can't see Georgia Tech winning that game. I really can't. It's gonna be competitive. Because Notre Dame can't get out of their own way. You you can't see a team that we they haven't played each other. So all we can go off on is who they who they both have played already. One drops triple the amount of points that the other teams, and you don't think that they have a chance. That's what I'm saying. It's like it, it, it would be different if no if they only beat Louisville. They also by gave like, up four times as many points as our defense did to that same team. But that means that if they oh, – so, so here's my thing, JT. If they get into a shootout – They also beat Florida by a field goal when Notre – If they get – but if they get Notre into Dame a shootout next week, who's going to win the game? That's all I want to know. If they get into a shootout next week, who's going to win the game? They were in a shootout with Florida State. They still beat them. I'm not talking about Florida State. I'm talking about y'all. If y'all get into a shootout, who's going to win the game? I just want – I want to hear you say it. Well, Notre Dame is still going to win that game. game. Notre Dame is still going to win that game. Yes. <laughs> we playing it back. So much we, are we playing it back? 60 points. 
Oh, JT, put some dude. money. JT, put some money on this Georgia Tech game. Because <laughs> uh, I, I will take any bet that you that you want to throw down there. If you want to bet Notre Dame, I'm all for it. But Georgia Tech's going to win. I mean, this one. Georgia Tech's going to win. I'm, I'm sorry. The defense is, I mean, that offense is just too <laughs> prolific. Now, if they win, I will get on here and say, I will get on here and say that Notre Dame is a contender in the ACC. But if you find a way to lose to Georgia Tech, we got to get Kelly on the show. And you got to look Kelly in the eye and say Georgia Tech is better than Notre Dame. That's what we want. That's those those are because if they lose, they are worse than them. That's that's I'll take it. But JT, you know, you know what your consolation prize for whatever happens with that Georgia Tech game. Y'all get to go and lose and get your butts whooped by Clemson that next week. That's gonna be so hilarious. Oh man, there there's no momentum coming out of that. If y'all beat Clemson, I'll pay I'll give you a mortgage payment. If they beat Clemson, I'll give you a mortgage payment. Okay, I'll take you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, take you I'll gladly take it. Oh man, that's how that that's how confident I am. Yeah, fair. I, agree. I believe that they're going to get blown out by Clemson. I agree with that. The fact that you don't think that Georgia Tech has a chance, though that's that's the that's the issue that I have. That that's the issue. The fact that you said Georgia Texas has no chance of, of coming and beating them. They're just they're they're the equal caliber. And that's sad to say, but they are a equal caliber team to Notre Dame. Because okay. their passing game is way better. No Georgia Tech's passing game is a B minus. Yours is like a is a D plus. Yeah. Okay. Your run game is a B plus. Their run game is a C minus. However, both of your defenses, both of your defenses are terrible. Terrible. I'm taking I'm taking the people that can I, I'm taking the team that can air it out the most. I'm sorry. I'm putting my money on the freshman quarterback. But yeah, for all of our viewers, you need to set up a webcam while the game is going. And I want to watch your live reaction after the game. You, the, 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 our 12 viewers or our 12 listeners deserve that much. Or we could just have this whole discussion live, all three of us, while the game's going on. You know, we can make it happen. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Like, he, we can make it happen. Right. He's going to be pissed. He's going to yeah. be pissed. <laughs> He's going to have Wi-Fi problems halfway through the game and get disconnected. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my stomach hurts still. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, JT. Y'all, y'all still going to be good, though. I mean, you see, he done got quiet now. Look, look, he he's stewing over it. He, he real deal mad, but he don't want to say nothing. JT, at least your team didn't lose this weekend. Be, be happy about that. Looking at, I'm looking at Miami's score offense. They've scored 35, 34, 20, 27. And then this is the first game they haven't scored 20 plus points in the entire season. We, we hold them to seven. They scored 27 on tech. 
But Tech's, Tech's defense is, is just as good as Notre Dame. I'm not saying Notre Dame's is good. You said you're looking at whose offense? Louisville. Louisville. He saw Louisville. Okay. I'm trying to compare, you know, defenses to defenses here because that's what all we can do right now. I agree with you about the offense is not is not great, but and I I don't I don't I don't disagree that that Notre Dame's defense is bad, but it's not as bad as Tech's. It's not. It just isn't. Don't forget that Tech was playing in Louisville. And that that makes a, a little bit yeah. of a difference in terms back, this year. When you, you can't have more than 10,000 people in the stands. It's a non You don't think you don't think there's a home field advantage. Not this year. You clearly home haven't been advantage? watching some games. They they still they're piping noise in through speakers on top of the actual crowd noise. Like there's still a home field advantage. There's times during some of these Georgia games where it was like booming. Granted, that's Georgia, not Louisville, but there's there's still a home field advantage. Okay. Okay, so do this for me. Do this for me since we're comparing. Who are their who are their like opponents so far in the season? Who are their like opponents? Louisville and Florida State. Okay, Louisville and Florida State. Obviously, Notre Dame beat both of those. Tech, Tech beat Florida State. Did they not or did they lose? They, 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 they beat, beat them by a they field. Both, they both beat both of them. They both beat both they of them. They beat Florida okay. State by a field goal, yeah. How, how much did y'all beat Florida State by? 18. Okay. What week was this that y'all beat, that y'all beat Georgia Tech? I mean, not Georgia Tech, but Florida State. Week uh, one or week two? That was last week we beat Florida State. That was last week. Okay. After. Okay after they had two weeks to prepare for the game. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Well, they, All I'm saying they, is – They were focused on preparing for other teams. Don't act like they were preparing for Florida State when they were when the game got canceled against Wake Forest midway through the week. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. JT, now hold on now. JT, you're a football coach. You're a football coach. You know damn well, good and well, that preparation – is the key to winning football games. Yes, but they're so not you always so you sit there and tell me they ain't prepared for Florida State. You always sit there and tell me they ain't prepared for Florida State. If you if you let me talk, if you let me talk. I let you talk. I let you talk. But I ain't gonna let you lie. I'm. But I ain't gonna let you lie. Go ahead. If they've got more than one opponent scheduled between them and Florida State, they're not gonna look at Florida State, right? They're gonna focus on the team that's in front of them. Yes, they're gonna do some preparation, but that's not their focus. But here's the thing: the game got postponed. What a week before the game, or it, it was at least against the Wake Forest game. That was postponed in enough time to where they could be like, "Okay, we're not playing them. Let's move on to Florida State." They had over a week, at least a week and a half, to prepare for Florida. State. They had to get shut down because they had they didn't have time to do it. They can't work with their team when this place is shut down. They can't. You can't. You could still have team meetings you may not that's be on not the, the field, same thing as being on the field with your team that's not the same thing you can mentally prepare you can mentally prepare and i'm sure that they were practicing well before the game there's there's no way that they but did not hit the field three weeks of practice to prep for that when they didn't they did no, I, I never said three weeks i said two that's, weeks. it's like coming you off got him <laughs> you got him you got him. No 
Yeah, yeah, I love you. Hey, look, hey, let, let, wait, Lamar, hold on, Lamar. Wait, tell me something. Lamar, tell me something. I'm nowhere near my phone right now. Okay, I guarantee JT is rubbing his bottom lip right now. I guarantee because that's what he does when he's pissed. Please tell me that's what that man's doing right now. Please he, he, tell me that's what's happening. He, he just put his hand down. He was so upset. <laughs> but, oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I love you. Oh, God, I love you, Tassitano, but, God, I, I know you like a book. I know you like a book. And Also, in a bye week, they don't usually focus, spend two weeks working on the same opponent. They usually spend right. a week prepping out for the whole, like, things that they need to work on for the whole season, not – they don't. They don't spend two weeks prepping for. So they still only spent one week on Florida State. Still have two weeks to prepare. But yes, I get. I understand, JT. That that's not their only thing that they were doing. I I get that. But can we at least agree? Okay. Can we at least agree if we watch the game? If we watch both of these games, I didn't watch the Notre Dame game. I watched the Tech game play, playing against Louisville. Okay. Louisville didn't dis- dismantle their defense. They didn't dismantle them. It was just a shootout, okay? Like, it, they didn't dismantle their defense. They didn't make their defense look like five-year-old kids, okay? I'm just saying, I honestly do think that if we're comparing offenses to offenses, Tech has a better offense, a more potent offense in today's game because they can throw the ball a hell of a lot better than Notre Dame can throw the ball. And their run game isn't so bad that it can't be overshadowed by Notre Dame's run game. So pretty much it's going to fall back on the defense, on the defenses. All I'm saying is this, is that your defense has a hard time stopping the passing game. Is that fair? Is that fair? Yeah, I'd say that's fair. Okay. So you're going up against a team who's, Throwing attack, I mean, whose offense is 65% throwing, 35% uh, yeah, 35% running, which does not play into your strength. I'll give you, I'll say Notre Dame's defense is better than Georgia Tech's defense. Let's agree on that. We yes. all agree on yes. that. Yes. Okay? Yes. Here's what I'm saying. The level of offense that Notre Dame can produce is not close to what Georgia State can produce in the air. And I think that's where we're disagreeing. I think that the way that they can throw the ball and their scheme is going to expose what happens that game. Uh, that's just me. I think that that's where we disagree. I'm not saying that Notre Dame's defense is, like, is worse than Georgia Tech. By standards, they're both terrible, but Notre Dame is better. So instead of them being a black trash bag, they're a golden trash bag. We'll give them that. However, I still think that Georgia Tech's offense will be more prolific than Notre Dame's offense. And if they – this thing about this, JT, if they somewhat find a way to stop your run, you're done. Like, you're done. Can we at least agree on that? If they find a way to stop if, your if run can, consistently. If, if, if we can't run the ball – we're done. You're right. I give you that. Cool. I'll t- I think that, that's all I'm looking for. See we, we, see, we can still be genuine on this podcast. We can still find love on the podcast. We can still agree yeah. on the podcast. It, isn't it ironic, though? Georgia Tech 
their entire offense for the past 30 years was running the ball, and now they can't even run the ball. No, that That is, like, mind-blowing me. I honestly would just, if it were me, I wouldn't go back to the triple option, but you might as well go to the air rate with this Georgia Tech team, in all honesty. You might as well go to the air rate. I don't know if they've they got don't have the person. Like yeah, the they, I don't think they've got receivers yet for that. I mean, I I agree it would be the best, but they, I don't think they have the receivers that can just run air raid like that. They, that's true. They, well, they have, honestly, two players on offense, a running back, who they use as a wide receiver also, and then the QB. And that's, that's their entire – And they're both true freshmen. Yeah. And they're, that, they're eventually going to get – they're eventually going to – freshmen, teams are going to catch up. It may not be Notre Dame because Notre Dame couldn't figure out Louisville, but, but somebody's going to figure out how to beat those two guys when they're the only two guys there. Oh, yeah, no, we, we get that. Like, I mean, I understand, like, they're freshmen. All I'm saying is, is that, like, that right now – a decent, a decent wide receiver and a quarterback is all you really need in order to beat Notre Dame's off defense right now. That's really it. That's all I'm saying. Like, we understand that if we had, if we were talking about somebody like, you know, who's another decent team in the, like, do y'all have y'all played Miami yet? We don't play Miami. They don't play them. Oh yeah, I don't they play. Like, out. Say, if you, like, if you, if you had to play Miami this year. You, that would be the exact oh, no, 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 no. thing of what that's the old, if if they had Miami on the schedule, I wouldn't project them going to the to the to the to the conference championship because I know between Clemson, UNC, and Miami, there's guaranteed to be at least two losses in there. I know right. they could luck up and win one of those games, but they're not gonna win two of those games. If, so I trust me. If Miami was on the schedule, I I wouldn't have put them in the championship because, especially because Miami, even even when Miami's bad, they're still good or better. Notre Dame has a prolific offense, or the closest thing they they have they can get to a prolific offense. They still can't beat them. I mean, the last time Notre Dame actually looked when Notre Dame looked like they were going to be a real team. Uh, they went down to Miami and got smoked. So, yes, if they were playing Miami, they're, 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 I, I wouldn't give them a shot. But uh, let's move on. Uh, congratulations to both of y'all on the NBA uh, championship turning out the way that it did. Uh, facts, facts, facts. You made it interesting making it go to six games when, you know, it should have been, you know, five games, but, you know, anyways. Uh, congratulations to the Lakers fan, Lamoris, on the Lakers, right. another championship. Congratulations to Solomon for LeBron winning another championship. We the GOAT now, baby. That's what's important for both of y'all. Um, 17's greater than four. It makes, my, it makes my GOAT argument at the barbershop so much easier now. Now I'm getting my hair cut three times this week just so I can go argue with people. Now, my my question to y'all um, is what is the projection for next season? Not 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 just the Lakers, not the Lakers themselves, the league as a whole. What do we we're I mean, we're way too far ahead right now, but what is y'all's initial thoughts as what the league's gonna look like next year? Because it's gonna be completely different than it was this year. Yeah, it's gonna be more balanced. 
I think Giannis winds up going to uh, the Mavericks, and it makes the West that much harder. Uh, I think that 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 trio of him, Porzingis, and Luca is damn near unstoppable. I'm talking about how's, damn near. How does What's he up? get there? How does he get there? Well, how does he get there? All they, have, in all honesty, they got to give up. They got to give up. Uh, what's his name? Uh, they got to give up Steph's brother. They got to give up three or four people on their bench. Okay, but it, it's already been like they they are the front runners to sign him, and it's and it's very possible. Now their bench is going to be utterly trash. But when you're talking about Porzingis, him, and Luca all on the same team, but the West is going to be stuff. The West, that that team is going to be hard to beat. So while I think that the Lakers' perfect counter, we got to go out and get Bradley Beal or we got to go out and get Chris Paul, one of the two. It doesn't matter because then that way we completely match up with them absolutely well as long there's, as we re-sign Dwight Howard. There's no way either of those happens. How, how way either of those? We, we don't – Chris Paul can't happen. But you have to let – you have to – you don't the, re-sign The money Rondo. doesn't – the, the money doesn't work, and we don't have anything to trade because people no, we have don't been have opting to, I'm out. I'm telling you, they already showed it. People, everybody, like Rondo's already expected to opt out. Right. Okay. opting out. KCP yeah. opted out. The only people we would have on the roster that could somewhat match the uh, salary cap would be Danny Green. Um, we would have to get rid of Kuz. We would have to get rid of basically all the players we have signed just to make the money work. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay. Because here's, here's what you got to understand. Who's your playoff teams in the West? Who's your playoff teams in the West? Let's, we're going to, the Lakers. Let's just go to, let's go with the top four. Let's go with the top, top four. four. We'll do top four. Okay. The Lakers, the Grizzlies. The uh, God. Is it specific team? order or is this just the guy? No specific order. No specific okay. order. Okay. The Jazz and the Mavericks, and then right behind them, I mean, like right behind them, I'll give you the Clippers. That's about it. In the East, I cannot wait to watch this implode because Boston is going to be a a four or a five seed at best. It gets trampled by somebody else. If Giannis the if Giannis stays out in the in the East, they don't get past Giannis. I think they implode halfway through the season because they're both two prima donnas that don't know how to lead anything. Does, does Giannis need to get out of out of uh, Milwaukee? Yes. Hell yes. 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 <laughs> what, the, what, what if he went to Miami with Butler? What would that look like? That, I mean, that was going to be my trade scenario if he gets traded this year is, is to Miami. I mean, if he goes to Miami, like, please, because that makes our lives out west a whole lot easier. The only reason why I'm even entertaining the uh, the Mavericks idea is because I've been seeing it everywhere. Like, oh, like, he really likes their style of play. He likes the fact that they have, like, you know, a bunch of people from Europe and the foreigners, kind of like he is. And like they just they're all about winning. And if they can find a way to make that work, we don't have the firepower to stay to keep up with that team. We just don't. Not unless we trade for Bradley Bill or like not Devin Booker, but um what's the guy's name from Chris, the uh Chris Paul. Not Chris Paul. Now I'm talking about the kid that plays on 
or like Spider. You talk Jonathan that. Mitchell? Yeah. Jonathan Mitchell? Yeah. Which, once again, all of these, like, I've seen all these, like, these rumors and trade scenarios. Like, I even seen this where we could find a way to get, uh, not Damian Lillard. What's Damian Lillard's sidekick's name? CJ McCollum. Right. If he goes to the Mavericks, we have got, we've got to blow the ship up. The only untouchables, in my opinion, at that point are LeBron, AD, and Dwight Howard. I can't believe I'm saying that. But you got to keep Dwight Howard on that team. You have to. He is untouchable. And then we got to start building from scratch. We got to get another score. And then we got to fill in the bench. But get rid of everybody except for that. But the East, the East is still up for grabs. Everybody's just crowning Boston. Like, we've never seen Kyrie and Kevin Durant play together. Who takes the last shot? KD should take the last shot. You really think Kyrie going to let that happen? No. Thank you. No. (laughs) Like, people are so ready to crown these guys. Like, like they're just going to go 82-0. and Like, to me, and this is going to hurt a lot of people's feelings, they are an upgraded version of Lob City Clippers. Kyrie's Chris Paul. KD's Blake Griffin. DeAndre Jordan is DeAndre Jordan. That's all they are. I don't think the East have a legitimate contender. If the Nets find a way to make the personalities work, that, that it would be the Nets. But outside of the Nets, they don't have a legitimate contender in the East. The Bucks are going to be bad. They're they're going to have to trade Giannis unless they just want to lose him to free agency for nothing. The Raptors are, are going to go backwards. The Celtics just aren't that team. I mean, you could, I guess you want, if you want to save the heat, but. Uh, oh, it would be the same oh. scenario as last year. They're just going to get, they could, they could make it, but they're not going to, they're not going right. to boys. I just don't see the East succeeding very well. In the West, I don't, I don't see the Grizzlies making that big of a jump that Solo's talking about. They'll make the playoffs, but I don't, I don't know if it's going to be like a top four team in the West. But it's going to be the same same sort of teams. I think the Mavericks would be a top team. Lakers, Mavs, I could see the Clippers still being right there and then between Denver or Utah, one of those two teams. But Utah's – Who's going to be? Go no, ahead. I'm listening. No, I'm just saying, like, in regards to the Grizzlies, outside of the Lakers and the Mavericks, mm-hmm. who – Everybody else is running the mill. Like, that's right. my point. And I right. feel like I'm going to go with you and determination and having to prove yourself over established veterans. And Here, like I said, my thing. I don't think the Grizzlies have the roster to make it all the way up to like a four seed. Why not? John Morant, when- John Morant's going to be great. Um, the youth is going to be great. They're going to get into the playoffs. I think the Suns are going to make the playoffs this year or next year. But to put them over, I, I still have the Clippers as a decent team. Like, yes, they're not going to be – I don't put them as the number one contender anymore. But, like, they're still going to be tops in the West. I'm saying, I, how are I they going to be still – I mean, I'm, y'all, I'm going to have to see it. 
I don't see them being anything better than what they were this year. And this year, so a two seed. like, I mean, no, okay. So it's a two seed, but put that two seed in context. Do you really think that now you want to put allow... two seats in context? You didn't want to do it with huh? the Braves. Now you want to put two seats in put context. In, we did. We did put. We did put two seats in context with the Braves. They got there. But here's my here's my thing about what you're saying about with the Clippers. Okay, the Clippers this year were that way because of all the load management and all everything that they had going around them. Do you really think that it's going to be that easy? to low manage, like, I don't, I, I can't see, I damn sure can't see Paul George low managing at all this year. He can't do it. Um, Kawhi, I don't think maybe. either, I don't think either one should low manage at this point. You um, can't anymore. I, you, you, yeah, there's, that's the reason why Doc got fired because he was giving them all of this rest and everything. I don't, I just don't see how they can low manage at this point. There's no excuse. So then that's what I'm saying. I feel like that team is going to blow up way before the trades occur. And uh, when that happens, you're going to see that, you know, uh, I feel like you're going to have more people paying for contracts and for themselves rather than for the team. And I just can't see the Clippers being no better than a four seed this year. Maybe four, maybe I say five. I can, I honestly, I can see Mavericks being better than them for sure. I can't see. You know who we haven't it's talked about? That you talk with you. The, the team that I, I completely forget about, the Warriors are going to be back. Oh, damn. I forgot about that. The too. Warriors I, are going to be I back. I thought I just had missed you guys say the Warriors. Uh, so I just didn't say it because I'm like, oh, no. not and Warriors not there? The, depending on what they do with that draft pick, which I, I would package it with um, – and or what's his name? Uh, Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins. Trade that trade Andrew Wiggins with that pick, and then maybe some some bench players. Always quick trade to trade from, people. From, I, I wouldn't want to be on a team that he was for, a GM for. That's what I'm saying. Or like Giannis. like Lamar. Like Lamar's is so wishy washy. I'm not though. saying like, it's not the so right move. Like, 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 if you first thing is like, like bro, get out of here. Be done. Let me trade my own mama, like and my sister for um. For that bag of Doritos and that car over there. Like, you so quick to get Whoa. rid of people for no reason. I, if if it makes me better in the long term, then I would do that. it. And Andrew, I think. And Miss Brown, did you hear what he said? He said a bag of chips and a new car is better than y'all. How? It makes him better. Whoa. You heard it here I first. Did, I did not say. <laughs> I did not say that. Anyway. I hope your sister hear that part, too. Oh, she doesn't listen. But um, I don't know. that. The Warriors are set up nicely to come back and wreak havoc, but I, it depends on what they do with that first overall pick. I don't think they need to keep it, my honest opinion. There's nobody in the draft that's that talented. That would Mellow make ball. Mellow ball. Mellow supposedly being draft number one overall and getting sent to uh, no 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 remember remember no I know that's a terrible remember Lamelo's not good enough to be number one right he can't shoot the three ball that's a terrible he's terrible that's a terrible move if they draft Lamelo number one overall that is absolutely terrible absolutely and they're going to be stuck with D'Angelo Russell and Lamelo Ball in your backcourt imagine that with that's a solid backcourt, bro. 
they're not going to stop anybody. When I say no defense, and then you don't have a rim protector, you have Carl Anthony Towns in the center as a big man, and he doesn't do anything. He just stands there. That is going to be a terrible – if they can't – first off, LaMelo's not a shooter. He's a ball handler, and he can distribute, but he is not a shooter. D'Angelo Russell isn't a pure shooter. He just takes a lot of shots. He's like Kobe, but he bricks them. And then you have Carl Anthony Towns just taking up space, too. That is going to be a terrible team if they draft LaMelo. I'm calling it now. They're going to be a lottery team again next year if they draft LaMelo. Right. LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball in six years is going to be an NBA All-Star. Okay, Lonzo. Nigga, I already told you Lonzo was ass. I've been told you that. Oh, no, I agree with you. It's like Lonzo. No, I, I, Lonzo I, I agree that Lonzo's ass. I, I agree that Lonzo's ass, but. But no, nah, to answer your question, JT, the, the battle is still in the West. If yeah. the Lakers get, if the Lakers get one more, like, I, and we forgetting about uh, Deion Waiters. If Deion Waiters can yeah. stay off the gummies. Right, he doesn't even have to stay on the, off, off the gummies. They they accept him for who he is. Smoke that weed. J.R. Smith, come back and smoke some weed too. All if we can find a way to if we can find a way to harvest that energy and get one more score, we we gonna be right back in the mix. But it all depends on that right there. Now let me ask you a question as a fan here. What deal with a crossroads demon do the Knicks need to make to to just not be this bad? I not even to like be relevant to just to, just to not be a dumpster fight. Like like just how how do they put out that fire? What do they need? Fire Dolan. It's simple. It's the easiest switch you could ever do. Just fire Dolan. Get him out. Then you could actually start. Oh, he's the game. owner. I thought he was the owner. He can't so, fire. The Clippers did it. <laughs> but, but he hasn't done any <laughs> suspect. <laughs> okay. And if my thing is, if the NBA can fire an owner, if the NBA can block a trade from happening, CP3 should, should have been in a Lakers uniform. And we're not going to talk about it. They can get rid of Dolan and protect their product. Just get rid of them. Give him, give him his money. Give him a couple billion dollars and be like, get out of here. But Dolan has more influence than most people. Though. That, that's the one reason why he'll know anywhere, bro. He's not going to go nowhere. It's a sad fact, but yeah, it's, I know just, he's not gonna it's just the truth, dog. I know. I, I, he's, he's the reason why the team is failing, and there's nothing you can do to change it. Right. And they were talking about hire somebody uh, to to put some, but to fabricate some stuff about on the internet. Well, they hired what's his name, the little worldwide West guy that's supposed to be in the in in the end with all the celebrities and able to promote the Knicks brand. But the issue is, their brand hasn't been anything worth promoting in what another 30, 40 years. Like they haven't done anything, like. What, what are you promoting? That's like talking about history, you know, recruiting in, in a it's Notre Dame sense. To, to go off of. Yeah. So I, 
I just don't think there's anything that they can do until they get rid of uh, Dolan because his image is that bad with players and with everybody. Yeah, nobody wants nobody's to. Gonna, nobody, nobody unless, wants to they, unless they draft a number one overall pick that's like a godsend, like LeBron level talent. But they can't get the pick. They never get. The, they never get in the lottery. They can't even well, get three pick. Well, they did. They, they did. They, 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 they didn't draft Porzingis, and look what happened. To be fair, he got hurt. Still, he, that's the only satellite they have. And so you telling me Kobe Bryant gets hurt? The you telling me Kobe Bryant gets hurt? You not keeping him or find a I way mean, to convince him to stay? Yes, but. You know, it is different when you get hurt early on and you're out for extended periods of time. Like, it, it's not like he wasn't just hurt and out for 30 games and came back and he's good. Like, he was, he, I mean, he was out, you know, and he had a, a series of being injured. So, yes, I would have liked to keep him if I was a Knicks fan or in the Knicks front office, I would have kept him. But now their trade package was kind of terrible. That's one thing I would say. That, yeah, that, was, that, that was, that's where they we need to that's get where they messed up. We don't know yeah. how to do it, so we got to do that. We got to get a, we, but we got to go. That's just yeah. That's where they really messed up at. But you know, if you're going to trade, but now trade if we somebody, can be completely honest, the other thing that they can use, the other thing that they could use, is way more. I mean, way better general managing. I mean, on the on the stance that like, even though Dolan is terrible, even though like the New York Knicks are in shambles, you're still in the mecca of basketball mm-hmm. as concerned. You should be able, you should be able to draft better and to lure players better, regardless of image. Like, come on now, Kevin Knox Jr. Who thought he was going to be good? I didn't, but apparently the Knicks did, and he averages a whopping seven points a game. I mean, it's not like they drafted terribly. They drafted uh, Porzingis before anybody really knew that Porzingis was going to be that good. They booed Porzingis when he got drafted, and look at him now. You know who – I mean, but still, I mean, blind squirrel finds a nut eventually. Right. This is very true. By the way, Phil Jackson was in the front office when they found Porzingis, so that that's not the Nets. No, I mean, that wasn't the Knicks. But Phil Jackson was keen getting him run out of there. Like, like Phil Jackson's the one that killed the relationship with with Porzingis, anyways. Like, well, Phil Jackson. Was well, he having, killed the relationship um, with Melo too, which was an idiot. Yeah, but also they made a mistake where they traded their entire team just to get Melo when his contract was up at the end of the season, anyways. Right. Yeah, like that team actually got worse when they when they tra- when they got mellow. Like if they had just been patient and said, "Hey, you know what? We'll we'll sign you in the off season. Now you want to get out of there? I promise we'll 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 make a deal with you. Max contract, whatever we can give you. Let's just wait until the season's over. They're asking for too much to get you. We'd be our team. You deserve. You're worth them. But our team is not going to be is going to be worse off if we make this trade. And they- I I think the Knicks at this point should just make their team entertaining and not try to focus on winning. So trade, like trade your roster, trade. Back when, the Clippers were back when they 
Not even to that level. Not even to that level. Not the Clippers now. But <laughs> with, right. With the Lobster. Not, not even to that level. Wow. I'm saying entertaining as in like make Move it up. a spectacle or um, have star power. So I would trade everybody on the roster and pick up CP3. And then I would bring in uh, Mellow again and just have the banana boat no, crew. I would, no, I, I would have Mello would go back if CP3 is there. And plus, he's a free agent, so you don't have to actually trade him. Um, so I, I, I would do something along those lines and then just hire or try to pull in as many personalities as possible. So J.R. Smith, um, bring him back. Shumpert, bring him back. Relive the heydays and, and kind of, you know, because I don't, I don't think the team is going to actually do well anytime soon. So you might as well, if you're going to be tanking or doing that, you might as well make it look fun, make it look like they're entertaining. Uh-huh. All right, uh, so we're running long. Uh, let's end it with the petty moment of the week. Ooh. I got my, my petty moment of the week that came back and bit somebody in the face. Go ahead, Lamar. Oh, you got it. Well, I don't know his name per se. But what what was the batter? What was the guy on the on the Astros that had the wire on his chest? Actually, like the little buzzer on his chest. Yes. So he was on national television after they were making their quote-unquote their comeback and saying, blah, 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 we're supposed to be here. Even though we cheated last year, we got here legitimately this year. So what are you going to say? Right? Welcome to the cow. I just felt that it was <laughs> – exactly. Go fishing, Cancun on three. <laughs> My one petty moment, even though it wasn't like super petty, was uh, after CC won the championship and uh, CC is champ cheese. If y'all don't know, Mr. Philly Cheese himself, Dion Waiter, he decided to go on uh, on record saying that's what Miami gets for, you know, getting rid of him for uh, being on that BS. But shout out to champ cheese officially saying Miami's full of crap. We love to see it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't have one this week. I, 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 I had stuff from that, but they're, they're from two, like three weeks ago now. So and I, I wanted to take a shot at Skillis, which would have been nice, but I couldn't find the tweet. So, but uh, hope you all voted. Uh, if not, go out and do it. There we go. Let's make this country better. Have a good week, everybody. Whoa. Go Braves. Love y'all. This has been Georgia Bama Coaches. Have a good one.
only ignorant comment for the day because our defense is ass. Hey, Patrick Sertain. Patrick Sertain is going to make more. De- is going to make more money than me in my lifetime, and we have the same athletic ability.